This is Zaniac Joe Pellerito. And Danny Pellerito. E Z S P E Z S P. It's the Eric Zane Show podcast. Give me an E. E. Give me a Z. Z. Give me a S. S. Give me a P. P. What's that spell? Espa. What's that spell? Espa. All right, listen. It's the Eric Zane Show podcast show. Yeah, that's what it is. Please welcome Mr. Eric Zane. Welcome into the Eric Angel Podcast. Hey. All right, enough screaming guitar. It's way too early for that. I need something a little bit more contemporary, I think. It's a little aggressive. Uh, it's, it's awful. It's an awful feeling where seconds before you're getting ready to start this thing. Uh, I, I dumped water right on my crotch. And, you know, how I do this is I have this big milk gallon mil- container for milk that I have. Wa- milk. Do you say milk or milk? If you say milk, I hate you. Full of water. Sometimes I fill it. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm ready with my water. I, I, I need something to drink if you're going to sit here for a couple hours and yammer away. And so then I, uh, but I don't want to drink it out of the gallon thing, though I do sometimes. I pour it into this nice uh, aluminum deal. I was sitting here uh, one second before showtime, and I, I'm pouring it, and I can see, well, you know how you would pour anything. When the liquid gets to the top, you stop pouring. Did I stop? No. No. And it just, it just, uh, Look it. I'll even show you um, how this looks. This is so ridiculous. Look at how wet my pants are. Look at this. Is this not the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen in your life? And that went, that's why. Okay. So then I'm like, well, I'm fucked. And then uh, it, it goes through the pants. It soaks through the underwear and it's cold on my penis. So then I I tucked the hoodie into the underwear. Okay. But yet it's, I can still, it's, it's an awful sensation, you know? I have to sit here for two hours with a wet penis. Kate says, go change. It's not a bad idea. And I actually have something for intermission for you. Okay. Um, Jimmy sent along video of flying dogs. They're called Bel- Belgian Malino- Mal- Malinois? Malinois? I don't know. And I might have showed you this before, but it's hilarious and awesome and just terrific. So I'll leave you with the Belgians and you can enjoy that. Hello, puppy. Hello, strong dog. 
What's with the music? Is this like Joe Bonamassa or something? I like the one where he's got the cape on. Like, look it. It actually, the dog appears to be flying. Look at that. What the frick? Much better. Thank you for the suggestion. All right. Thank you for following the show on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. We are at it once again uh, for Tuesday, February 8th. Thank you so much for being here. If you uh, do see the show live as it happens on Twitch, would you please follow the page? Follow, follow, follow. So important. Thank you. That's uh, that's uh, quick and easy. Thank you so much if you've done that in the past. If you're listening later in the day uh, to the audio podcast and all any platform where it may be, uh, thank you. Subscribe to that as well. And uh, if you are only listening, if you make your way over to Twitch and uh, follow Regardless, if you uh, do it live, do it live or not, that uh, still helps me uh, very much so. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures from the world-famous Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. How do you say it? Is it uh, Malinois? uh, Malinois? Can someone spell it phonetically for me? I need to know that. Belgian what? Schaefer describes it like a German shepherd with Asperger's. I'm not sure I understand. It is pronounced Malinois. Thank you. A German shepherd with Asperger's. Why is that? Uh, does that, uh, I don't understand. Is it, uh, good with numbers, the dog, or is it just because of the, 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 the focus level, the attention level, perhaps? I'm not sure. Leave it to Amanda. Um, someone, I asked, what was it? And then someone typed it, uh, Amanda typed it. And then she follows up with, and Crank follows up with, read your comments, guy was typed earlier. How often do I have to tell you folks, if I have to go back and read back, it's it's too difficult. Just just shut up and tell me. Don't don't uh, give me a lecture. If I ask, obviously I didn't see it. If you have the time to write, go back and look, wouldn't it be easier to just write how it's pronounced instead of typing, go back and look, asshole? Would you think big picture for once, please? My God. It's not like I've got an army of people here in the studio reading the fucking comments and letting me know, hey, Zane, it's pronounced this way. If I asked you, clearly I missed it. I know now, but I don't want to fucking go back and, uh, and search for it. You know how annoying that is? To have to sit there and go back and search for it, just let me know. Because then I got to go and I got to edit this shit out later on in the day. Because I don't want a long, uh, uh, drawn out uh, period where I'm just like uh, uh, fucking looking at comments boringly on the audio podcast. Help me out here. Wingsguy71 says, uh oh, Mount St. Zane is starting to bubble. It's true. 
Go back and look at the comments. Instead of typing how it's pronounced, you take the time to write, yeah, it was typed earlier, Eric. Well, thank you, Amanda. I appreciate that, you asshole. Malinois, read your comments, guy. That was typed earlier. Oh, well, excuse the fuck out of me. Like, uh, oh, yeah, well, hell, a great podcast obviously is one where someone just sits there and scans the GD comments. Yeah, okay. Shut up, Amanda. My God. And Crank, you're right there with her. Oh. Crank says, and then he says, it was typed the first time you asked how it was pronounced in real time. Well, obviously, you fucking gorilla, I missed it. So if you miss it, you don't write, if I miss it and then ask again, dick, just tell me again. Jesus. S. Hibbs or Shibs 182 writes, someone's pissy. Well, I wasn't until I got lectures and stupid uh, hints about how to do the podcast. Shut up. I was in a great mood. Oh, does someone need a hug? No, I need a fucking uh, double barreled shotgun to put into my mouth and blow my head off. Oh, no, she continues to talk. Amanda writes, look, the reason I said it was typed is because I didn't want people to think that I was smart enough to know how it was pronounced. Okay, uh, Kenny with the vagina. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut your fucking mouth Amanda. Ugh. Incredible. Wow. Look at my mouth is open. I cannot believe you. Ugh. I might as well just start over. Hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Wings guy 71 is says Kenny with the vagina is what Amanda will hen- henceforth be known as. Yes. Yes. Dean encourages 600 minutes or 600 seconds. No. Um, Schaefer doing his own show. Says, has anyone seen the arrest story about, he wrote Amara. Uh, he means Alvin Kamara. Yes, I've seen it and I'm talking about it. But if you want to do it, go ahead. Please, Jason. Um, break it down for him. Type away as to what happened. Boy, you know, the more you talk, the more you get into it. Alvin Kamara is his name, Jason. Take it away. Uh, type away what happened so we can all sit there and enjoy what you type. Or, or you can make your eggs and your bacon 
and uh, whatever else you're having for, for uh, breakfast before nighty night time and enjoy the show. I don't know. Maybe. Unbelievable. And I, you know, I started this out in a great mood. All right. Speaking of getting wound up. um, Yesterday at the household here, I had um, an interaction with the NFK where he said, hey, Eric, do you think I can take this neck brace off? And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the doc said for sure you can take it off when you eat, and you haven't taken it off for one second since he said that. And you are you know, approaching four weeks since your surgery. So, yeah. And, and honestly, Kevy, it's not like... Um, uh, you're doing CrossFit. You're just sitting there. This is totally fine for you to take that off. And then uh, I will change out the uh, foam pads on it because, you know, uh, a thick layer of uh, tobacco spit where your mouth uh, hovers above is probably not the most fun thing, I, though I don't think you mind. It just it looks terrible. You know, the, the brown chunks on it onto the uh, soft fabric probably needs to be washed. So I have replacement ones of those. I'll, I'll clean the whole neck brace and put the new pads on. And then uh, he goes, how about bedtime? I put it back on. I go, I go, Hey, that sounds like a plan, man. Sounds good. Okay. Here's where it gets wonky. Queen of the forest gets home before me. I do not tell her about this. I just didn't think about it. Um, it wasn't really her. Um, this isn't her department. This is my department. And I'm going to be home to give him his meds, uh, put that back on, you know, all these things that he does before he goes to bed. And, uh, But she sees that the contraption is almost like taken apart by the kitchen sink with the replacement pads. She doesn't know how to put it back together. And, and uh, she sees that. And the mistake she makes is she should have just left it alone and just either called me ahead of time or whatnot. But the problem is she then picked it up and walked into where he was and said, hey, what's going on with this? So... I get home from the YMCA just in time to do this. Re, uh, put the pads on the neck brace, give him his medicine, put him to bed. She meets me at the door and she's like, you won't believe this. And she starts to describe what she did. And according to Diana, and I've, I've described to you that uh, he has a tendency rather to really respond over the top and inappropriately. Uh, not at all even close to what I just did uh, a second ago to you, Big Mouse. Um, that's kind of uh, poetic that I would say that, but anyway. 
um, he, it, it's, it's like she has a, 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 an innocent question. She asks, hey, so what's going on with this? Uh, what do we do with this? And according to her, uh, she said that he, rather than just going, oh, yeah, Eric's going to put that on me at bedtime. The response was, and I'm not making it up. Now, I can only do, I can only mimic what she did. But I know I've seen this. This has actually happened. Hey, so what's up with this? Is there, you know, she, she just wants to know. And all he has to say is, oh, yeah, I'm putting that on at bedtime. And instead, she gets, oh, Eric has it. He's going to do it. I I know what to do. No, no. He starts fucking freaking out at her. Like, like he's almost having a seizure, but he's not. And she's just like. And she goes, easy, easy, easy does it. And uh, so I go, oh, shit. So now I have to say, look, buddy, because this is part of the growth of the relationship with him living here. And, and, and I came home and she told me, and so I put the thing back on, put him his meds, he goes to bed. Now I got to say, Kevin... You know, you and I are pretty close. We have been, uh, especially this these last several weeks. When your sister asks you things, you can't respond like that. You have to, you have to just answer. Remember, I've talked to you about just answering the question. You're, you're, you, you, you blow up like Mount Saint Zane or Simonson. It's ridiculous. You got. I know this is. Uh, this is uh, uh, interesting, that it, and you all are thinking, well, this is right after Eric just yelled. Well, you all deserve that. You absolutely deserve that. Um, so th- th- those two things are not the same. Uh, Amanda and Jason. Jason is, is hilarious because, uh, and I think that Andrea will um, attest to this. I would bet. I, I'm, only, I'm going out on a limb here. Jason is very thoughtful and composed in be, in his being annoying because he's pretty calm. I don't think Jason Schaefer um, gets is like an aggressive soul in any way, shape, or form, despite his intimidating size. Uh, I think he's he's very uh, uh, thoughtful, and that's what makes him the worst kind of annoying fuck. Okay. Amanda, it's obvious because, you know, there's no inside voice even when she types. Schaefer's a little bit different, but both of them uh, together, it's just too much. I mean, it's, it's more than one person can bear. You've got Amanda this far away from you. Uh, 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 screaming, go back and look at the comments. And then you got Schaefer doing the same thing in a more subtle way. And he knows full well what he's doing. He thinks it's hilarious. And Amanda's still trying to solve the world's problems by typing a book, explaining it to me. And all I want her to do is, is, you know, is shut it. And I know you're thinking that the NFK's response is no different than my response. Well, mine was appropriate. The NFK's was not. 
So Diana's like, oh my God. So that all happened. And so now today I have to, you know, since we live together, it's important that I have this conversation with him about him blowing up at her over the fucking neck brace. My God. Okay. So um, that happened off the bed. He hasn't crapped in three days. Um, the medicine has made him constipated. I uh, keep giving him this uh, Metamucil and it's all like, it's, 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 it's getting ready to blow. And now on a normal, if he wasn't on narcotics that constipate him, the daily shit cannon firing is ridiculous. But now he is building up an armada of impacted hot pockets. And it's like that trucking blockade in Canada in his colon. And I'll get to that in a second, by the way. My thoughts on the stupid trucking blockade by these asshole truckers. Uh, and so... Um, so I'm like, Hey buddy, it, uh, any, any success on number two? And his response is, well, fuck shit, fucking shit. There's only one little turd that came out. And I'm like, yeah, we don't need these specifics on the deal. I just success. Yay or nay. Thumbs up, thumbs down. What, what's happening there? It's like three days. He's building it up. So when it does erupt. Uh, it, he, he may get lift off of the toilet and then, uh, we'll have some type of destruction. We'll take it as it comes more on that later. I'm sure dear meathead is tomorrow with my dad. I have a number of questions still from last week, both on the Facebook comments from the post I made, but, but. Um, don't let that slow you down. It's always good to have a stockpile of those. Eric at ericzancho.com on the email. If you want it private, I'll also make a post on Facebook and uh, Twitter. If you want to reply to that or leave the comments on a question, uh, try to make them pithy. I learned that word uh, from Jeremy K, Rainbow Flag Jeremy. Short and sweet. Uh, if you make them really involved and convoluted, it's it's, you know, Shorter the better. I get it. You wanna you wanna break one off in me and make it seem like I'm the asshole that he's commenting on. And you're you're welcome to do that, but do it in a pithy way. If you're not able to do it in a pithy way, that's okay too. I will try my best to uh shorten it up. I'm on social media. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, who sponsor Facebook and Twitch. Twitter, at Eric Zane Show. Follow me there, please. It's brought to you by Blue Frost IT. A lot of the times, I post things on social media that are uh, sponsor-driven. A lot of the time, I will post uh, news stories. Yesterday, uh, I posted about my thoughts on the free beer, Greg, uh, V producer, Joe moment that happened on their show. And I get a number of people who don't like me 
coming over to my page and telling me to go fuck myself. And it's like, well, this is the perfect thing for me to talk about on my Patreon. The drama that happened on that show, which did happen, and they're trying now to sweep it under the rug because they don't like telling you shit. And um, this all happened because of gossip. I had no idea this happened. No one would have had any idea this happened if um, people on their Facebook and Reddit had not discussed it. That's how I was tipped off about it. Actually, uh, a number of people uh, texted me that um, this happened and took screenshots um, of what went down. So that's how I was uh, made aware. So then I noticed after I posted on my Facebook that, hey, on Patreon, how did I word it? Uh-oh, trouble in paradise. As FBHW show fans flock to Reddit and Facebook to discuss producer Joe and Greg Freebear getting into a heated discussion late last week. My thoughts on the drama. And you heard it on Patreon. Um, someone screenshot my post and took it over to one of their Facebook fan pages. That turned out to be excellent for your old pal, Eric Zane, because I'm on the treadmill yesterday and I keep, my phone keeps buzzing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And it's notification after notification of people um, signing up for my Patreon. And I'm like, holy shit. My Patreon hasn't seen activity like this in forever. This was a great idea by me. I'm excited about this. So then uh, I saw that they um, posted a screenshot of my Facebook post. And um, nearly every single one of them is saying how much of an asshole I am and uh, I need to get over it. And it's like, well, wait a minute here. Uh, you, you have uh, a show that I'm uh, connected to for the rest of my life. And we are in a state of war. And you all are talking about it. So what's wrong if I, I mean, I, and I had made the prediction that Joe's getting fired this year. So it, it stands to reason that I'm going to talk about it. You know, whether What's wrong with that? And you're all talking about it. You're all gossiping about it. And they did. Again, that's how I found out about the whole fucking thing was through them talking about it. Uh, Matt B., who I'm uh, marrying in uh, not this summer, but next summer, or not this November, but next November, I think. Well, no, is it this summer? It's next summer, I believe. Not this coming summer, but the summer after that. I'm marrying him in Pennsylvania. Him and his lovely, lovely bride-to-be. And... uh he writes, well, wait a minute. Why is it okay for all of us to discuss it, but he can't talk about it on his show? He's, he's not even coming over here to start trouble. He's, uh, he mentioned it on his own Facebook page. He talked about it on his Patreon. And here you are screenshotting his words and putting it on our page. Who? I mean, what the fuck is wrong with that? So there was a, a four or five that got it, but most 
these people don't like me. Who gives a shit? But I was excited because, holy shit, I got a ton of people that uh, um, uh, signed up on Patreon to listen to it. Jeremy writes, I decided to listen to what Zane had to say. What a dickbag. <laughs> LOL. Thad writes, he's a bitter old man who spews hate from his attic. And then this person, which is, again, really good for me. Greg writes, what? He has a podcast? So, again, thank you. I am very appreciative. I made about $400 last night while I was on the fucking treadmill because these idiots flocked to my Patreon to hear me talking about how I think Joe's going to get fired this year. I figured, I finally figured it out. This is great. I haven't had as much activity in my Patreon since I started my Patreon three years ago. Thank you. Yes. Jason wrote, I don't listen to pre-beer because I can't stand Zane. His opinion doesn't matter to me. Uh, Justin wrote, listen to him about what? Joe being out on Friday? Yeah, man. He decided to post a nice, loud update on what he thought. So curiosity got me, which means he gave me some money. It's the first and last time I'll listen to his podcast, LOL. Well, thank you for the, uh, thank you for signing up, Justin. I don't, I haven't, Jeremy, I haven't seen that name actually, Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy King Juice Humphrey. Did I, I don't, I don't think I've seen that one. Hang on a second. No, there he is. Jeremy Humphrey. There he is. He signed up. He paid five bucks. This guy gave me five bucks uh, just to hear me give my thoughts about Joe. And it wasn't like it was anything insulting. I, I basically just described what happened, which is what they did on their page. And, uh, and, and described how I think he's going to get fired. So Jeremy uh, bit hard. Let me guess. He hates Joe. I don't hate Joe. Thinks Joe should be fired. The show sucks. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't say I think Joe should be fired. I, uh, Joe is going to get fired. Who cares? Zane is... Who cares? Uh, Chris wrote, who cares? Zane is funny. Find a hobby. All right. Thank you. Um... Josh says, literally the opposite of funny. He's a crybaby little bee and then reports people when they call him out on it. Uh -huh. uh, I tried, uh, Preston writes, I think he tries to capitalize on any news or buzz FBHW gets on interpersonal stuff. Didn't he interview Joe's ex with the kidnapped dog after Joe's recent post-breakup on-air moments? This is so excellent. I'm so happy about this. Daniel wrote, I tried to listen to him when they first split, but it was just a bunch of blame shifting and they did this to me stuff, not taking the ownership of what he did. Oh, that's bullshit. I, I absolutely take ownership. That could have ended the show for everyone multiple times. Uh, McKenna wrote, I never liked Zane much, so I was just happy when he left. I never knew the details. What did he do that got him fired? She doesn't even know. Uh, Jesse wrote, can someone lead me in the direction of Zane's podcast? Well, this is nice. This is excellent. Thad posted a screenshot of my Facebook page. Thank you, Thad. I appreciate that. 
Um, Derek says, I didn't hear anything about speculation. Nothing any different than I'd see on here. See, Derek kind of gets it. Occasionally, you'll get people on there who get it. Um, Amanda says, did you have to pay his Patreon or did he have it for free? All right. Oh, he paid. Thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> okay. So this is what I want you to do. If you on Facebook, you know, I'll even show it to you. Uh, this is it. Free Bear and Hot Wings, segment 18, a gathering for the fancy idiots. 5.2 thousand members. Thank you so much for talking about me to all of those people. That is terrific. Uh, here's, uh, here's what I was just going over. Jeremy here is the guy. He is a installation and service technician at AVI food systems in, uh, somewhere in Ohio, I guess, or maybe he worked for them. Local guy went to Creston. Thanks. And I, I'm actually in this group. I like to talk to these people from, not everybody here hates me. Justin here likes me. He's a nice guy, but I'm telling you, I'm on the treadmill and I'm hearing buzz, buzz, buzz. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? So have at it, folks. Uh, here's the thing. I suggest this. You got to enter and sign up. You got to like, uh, they like give you a quiz about the show. And so don't go in there guns a blazing. You got to be subtle about this in your trolling. Trust me. I'm, I wrote the book on this shit. Go in there and ease into it. You know, we've got nothing but time. How, in, in fact, I don't even recommend you being an asshole. Go there and engage them intelligently. Uh, me and all of you get a bad rap. Okay. So let's, uh, I, I, I don't want you to go there and, uh, and, and insult them or be mean. Let them, you know, if for once the adage of they go low, I'm going lower. They don't have to do that. Have to do that at all, but uh, I mean, a lot of you heard what I said about the incident on Friday, which again I did not find out about until that same group of people made a huge deal about it. And if you scroll through, you'll see. And I'm like, well, this is exciting. I, I mean, my God, if there's something going on there, you damned. If anybody is qualified to talk about that, it's me. And why can't I? I listen to that show, too, from time to time. I'm just some asshole in my attic doing a podcast. Of course I'm going to weigh in on that. I'm the only one qualified to do that. I know those people personally outside of the lady. Our Healy 69 says, I didn't believe Eric about Kelly. But, she, uh, oh, he's suggest what he's referring to is uh, she is a winner. Um Say what you will personally. You may or may not like her, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, she is rare in an all-boys club to be the one driving the content doesn't happen in radio. That is an um, asset. And I don't want to take all of the thunder from my Patreon, but that she is the big reason why he's going to get fired. Because... She's great, and he's a pain in the ass. Sound familiar? That's exactly right. Joe was great at driving content, and the pain in the ass got fired. Me. Okay? That's all I was saying. And these cocks on the Facebook page. 
page. Act like it's the end of the fucking world. I don't believe Eric's about Kelly, but she obliterated some douche last week, and Eric is right. She has become a real focal point and bright spot for that show. Yes, yes, absolutely. And the latest thing is she's half lezzy, and that is gold. Oh, my God. First of all, young, very attractive, half lezzy, and willing to discuss the lesiness on the air. And that kind of caught everybody off guard. And I'm like, you must keep doing lezzy things. If you keep doing lezzy things and talking about it on the air, wow, that will expedite this process tenfold. Young, attractive, last uh, lover was man, and now looking at various uh, lezzy suitors fantastic keep it up i'm not kidding you i'm not even bullshitting yeah that i would i would uh, make that an absolute staple of the show uh lezzy talk with uh lezzy kelly that kind of rhymes right kelly the lezzy or lezzy kelly or half lezzy talk with kelly i don't know what you do but that's a winner in my book guys love that shit hmm Kyle says, but you were a content driver. Well, that was my role, but I mean, who cares? I'm not there anymore. Radio voice Linda says she's not attractive. I think she's attractive. I think she's super cute. Come on now. Our Healy 69 says any truth to the Eric and Joe podcast. Let me tell you this right now. When Joe gets fired, I am going to reach out to him. Okay. And... Nick says, chow time with Kelly. I am going to reach out to him and I'm going to make a separate Patreon podcast with Joe separate from what I do on my Patreon. It's going to be its own spot on Patreon and you all are going to sign up for it. And then Joe is going to get 50% of the money. That's what I predict. So I'm expanding on my prediction. No more jokes about lesbian talk because I'm laughing. Carpet munching with Kelly after Joe gets fired. I will call him up and say, all right, buddy, it's time to mend the fence. We're going to figure this shit out. I'm, we're going to let bygones be bygones. Kelly, the shrub scout. And then you and I, I'm going to get you your own Patreon and you... In fact, you can even make 51 cents of every dollar, if you like. And I'll take 49, because you're the reason for it. Wouldn't that be something? You laugh. You laugh. But crazier things have happened. Are you going to make him do stunts? That might make him upset. I think that the first episode would be uh, have to be discussing all of his long-winded um breakup show we would have to get into that we would oh man we would do it all i it, it, it there, there would be a reckoning to be sure it would be so awesome coaching softball with kelly kyle says never thought you and huge could mend your differences now it's an amazing bromance 
Yeah, people hated uh, Ben for a long time after he wrote his Unabomber manifesto about me. But we fixed that. Uh, John Jamingo says, as someone who podcasts with an enemy, it's not all cracked up to be. Not Bob. He's talking about the Australian. You you podcast with an enemy? He's your he's your enemy? What? F- uh, more more names. Flick the bean with Kelly. Come on. Jesse says you can call the show stale beer and cold wings. That is just 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 a terrible joke. It's just awful. All right. So there you go. I've amended my prediction. Joe fired, and we him and I will be doing a Patreon together. He's going to need income, and uh, I think uh, the unorthodox pairing of us together would generate, it would make my Patreon look like a dumpster fire. It already does. No, nah, I, I shouldn't say that. Hell, I just had uh, an, an armada of people sign up yesterday. Granted, they'll probably only sign up for one month, but uh, Jeremy Humphreys, I'm really, I'm really happy with that. I actually reached out to him. Because when people sign up on Patreon, I send them an email and say, hey, this is not an automated response. Uh, Welcome to the show. If you need anything, let me know. This fucking idiot was curious about what I said on the Patreon, signed up, listened to it, ran to Facebook, and promoted it again on their fucking Facebook page. Yes, thank you. And then right after he signed up, another person named Derek signed up. But I don't know. Derek might be a legit sign-up. Well, they're all a legit sign-up, but some of these fucking idiots just signed up just to listen to me talk about the drama that took place on their show that, again, I didn't know about until they talked about it. So shut up, idiots. Fist talk with Kelly? Taco talk with Kelly Queso? Marcy wrote, Kelly eats the cheese. That's a little gross. Uh, make no mistake. I think she's uh, she's great. She's very valuable. And uh, she's going to be Joe's undoing. More on that. I did a whole big bit on it on my Patreon yesterday. Kind of like just on a lark. And it, it has turned into something spectacular. All right. Aram is listening. He's going to play smarter than a former drug dealer trivia today with uh, with Dale. And um, sweet Aram has had a doozy of a week. Um, he, yesterday, went to the local animal rescue somewhere in the Nashville area to honor his sweet little kitty, Jessica. Sorry. That uh, went to the Rainbow Bridge. God bless you, by the way. That is not easy. And he brought home a little peanut. Um, He says, I rescued this little, little girl today from animal control. She'd been there since September. She stayed on my lap, this kitty cat, all day under a sweatshirt. I don't have it ready to go, but you, I think you can see it. Yeah you, yeah, you sure can. Look at her. Look at her. 
All you can see is those sweet little eyes. Hello. Hello, sweet kitty. Hello, angel pie. Oh, yes. Congrats, buddy. Thinking about you. Where are we here? Okay, let's get into this. First of all, uh, Patreon, as I've spent plenty of time talking about it, if you ever want to check out my extra podcast every day, I do this one. If on the off chance, uh, one of my uh, dear friends from the Segment 18 Facebook page are listening. Uh, yeah, this has been what I do for the last three plus years. Thank you for uh, being in attendance. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, patreon.com slash Eric Zane is what I do when this one is done. This is the free podcast. Then I shut it all down and I start up a second podcast on Patreon. Now that's what you pay for. Like Jeremy Humphreys, uh, my newest member here. Uh, five or ten bucks a month to check out the Patreon. Try it for a month, like Jeremy, and if you like it, you keep it going or convert to a yearly, and I'll knock ten percent off the price. So what was sixty is fifty-four. Or if you go the audio video route, what was one uh, twenty is one oh eight. Five or ten bucks a month on Patreon. The open is brought to you by Gift of Life Michigan. Upon giving away the kidney, the um, wonderful organization that is connected to the great state of Michigan, uh, Gift of Life reached out to me, and um, they asked me if I wanted to be the media ambassador for Gift of Life. So what this involves uh, or what is involved with this is um, me advocating for filling out your donor card Uh, on the back. It is as good as gold on your driver's license in the state of Michigan. You cannot take it with you and you can keep someone alive. You can save their life. Seven organs that can be can save seven lives. Not to mention uh, uh, tissue donations and cornea donations that can uh, change and improve the lives of literally hundreds. So, okay. When your eternal soul um, goes up to see Aram's kitty cat, uh, please leave your body here uh, because we're going to use that. Uh, In the unlikely event that something tragic happens to you, yeah, we, we need that here. Please donate your organs. Um, a little different than what I did, living donation, but it, it's all kind of uh, in there. Same idea. You can't take it with you. So please fill out your organ donation card. Uh, or I should say on the back of your ID or, uh, or whatnot. If you go to uh, my website and click on the Gift of Life logo, there's more information there. If you're not sure, I get that. It's not exactly the easiest ask to encourage someone to give away their organs they realize that Um, but they'll do everything they can to help you and make that an easy process thank you to gift of life michigan for allowing me to talk about these things all right blue frost it the managed it service provider for the eric zane show podcast online at bluefrostit.com okay so If uh, you are the boss, you're the lady in charge, or you're the dude in charge, or you work for either of those people, uh, keep this in mind. 
because at some point you might need a tech upgrade. When that happens and you're ready to update your servers, your monitors, your freaking keyboards, your your the mouse, the hard drives, whatever, printers, um, do it all with Blue Frost IT because the last thing you want to do is just go to a store or buy it online of what you think you need. Um, there, there's some um, uh, uh, information that you're missing. Make sure that you buy everything that is correct because you might buy too little, you might buy too much, you might buy the wrong thing, okay? If you're looking for a tech upgrade, get a complimentary consultation from Blue Frost IT. Reach out to them, 616-285-50. 616-285-50. They will help you out every step of the way. If your tech goes haywire, yeah, they can fix that for you. You don't need to unhook all your shit and take it to Best Buy. Just reach out to Blue Frost IT. They will help you every step of the way. Each month, I give them a small amount of money. And that is the Eric Zancho podcast tech insurance policy, because I cannot afford to have my tech blow up on me. I am absolutely reliant on that. If I don't have that, I don't podcast. And the last thing I want is if that happens to be uh, waiting to, for some tech company to call me back. No, I've got these folks uh, in, in an instant. I can be in contact with them. In, in a minute and a half, they've uh, got a remote in on my setup to help me out. You can That's called managed IT work. You can take uh, advantage of that, too, with Blue Frost IT. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Um, okay. Prince arming. If you want to carry your pistol concealed in the state of Michigan, you need Prince arming. You have to take a class in Michigan. Now, look, if you've always wanted to do this, but you don't even own a gun and you don't know where to begin, that's okay. Trust me. The only thing you need to do is take the class. That's the one thing that actually has to happen. You don't need to own any weapon. You don't need to have any experience. You do need the class. You get into the class. You're going to spend eight hours of time face-to-face with Steve Prince, retired U.S. Army major. Uh, during that time, you're going to get all sorts of uh, uh, legal talk about what's right, what's wrong, what you can, what you cannot do, history. Uh, you're going to take a test on these things. You're going to shoot a pistol on the range. You're going to get an idea of what kind of pistol you like based on you trying different pistols. And then, okay, that's the right way to do it. And then you take your certificate and you go and you get your license. I still don't even have a gun, Eric. Well, of course not. You've only shot at the range in one class. Go to any place that sells gun guns and uh, practice. Uh, get, get used to a pistol. There's uh, tons of shops locally. And, uh, and, and, you know, you, you practice on their range. And then you're getting an idea of what you want to do. And you're getting more... Uh, efficient, proficient with the weapon. 
You're learning what to do and how to handle it appropriately. If you even want, there's more advanced training that you can take with Steve Prince. But um, after you get comfortable with the pistol, buy your damn pistol, register it. Uh, you, you already have the license. And they have, uh, in order to get that, they've given you a background check. They fingerprinted you. It's all, that's the way it is in Michigan. And then there you go. You're carrying your piece concealed. Awesome. Well done. You want more information on this? Call or text Steve Prince, 616-204-1705. Say, Zane sent me, when's the next gun school? It happens usually in or around Allendale or Holland Township, Michigan. You're going to be sitting there in the class with a bunch of uh, 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 people that love Trump. I can promise you that. Don't say anything. They're going to have their Let's Go Brandon t-shirts on and other crazy shit. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, shit like that. Probably going to ask you to join their uh, truck rally for a blockade in Canada. Can you believe that shit? Oh, my God. 80% of Canada is vaccinated. 90% of the trucking industry in Canada is vaccinated mandates went into effect in Canada, making it so that they have to get vaccinated um, uh, trucking from country to country, U S to the United States. Hold on a second. Sorry. I just wondering what the fuck's going on there. And all hell has broken loose with these pussies. Oh my God. Incredible. Oh boy. John says, my kind of people. Oh, really? All right, let's get into this. Um, so as this has, um, as this has developed, there's been uh, people showing up at the Capitol in Ottawa, uh, you know, uh, causing this unbelievable blockade of trucks laying on the horns, acting like assholes, everybody losing their mind, and holy shit, it is causing an unbelievable amount of trouble. I uh, apologize. My computer, it's just so crazy. As I'm talking about Blue Frost IT, this thing appears to have locked up. And it's not good because if I don't have, I'm going to have to do this fucking show on instinct, and I don't want to do that, but I'm going to try. Um, they're, they're causing all sorts of chaos. That's their goal, these truckers. So you get, and they're calling it the freedom blockade or some shit like that. And so, you know, eventually these people are going to, oh, fuck, all right, and then end up going home. But for right now, they're steadfast. They're saying, okay, this, this is it, you know. And Canada is not exactly the most aggressive country to deal with shit like this. So what are you going to do? You got all these shit-kicking truckers that are causing mayhem. Then they moved their blockade to Windsor, Canada, the bridge between the United States and Canada, which is the most active entry point in North America. This bridge sees a ton of commerce between the two countries. 40,000 uh, vehicles pass through there every single day. Some tourists, some uh, uh, trucks, a lot of trucks. Today, everybody wakes up and the bridge is locked down. All the fucking truckers have um, shut down the bridge. 
because they don't want the vaccine mandate. I think as of right now, they've gotten it opened up. But um, now there's one way of dealing with this, and that's just ignore these idiots. And uh, they'll eventually go home. They'll get bored. Um, But um, I don't know if that's the right way of doing it. Canadian protesters have blocked access to the busiest international crossing in North America. Uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau emerged Monday from a week-long isolation after testing positive for COVID, echoed residents and officials frustrated by the demonstrations, which began January 29th as an objection to a vaccine mandate requiring truckers entering Canada to be fully vaccinated. So I can't figure out if these are American truckers or Canadian truckers. It it doesn't fucking matter. But it's causing uh, upheaval. Um, Ottawa has endured widespread turmoil, including blaring horns on downtown streets and businesses forced to close temporarily. I don't know if you've heard it. It's, it's chaos. It's madness. It's so loud. They're laying convoy. Oh, and then they're arresting them when they like, uh, honk the horn or giving him tickets because I guess they're, uh, I don't know. They're, they're, they're somehow trying to stop this. Uh, more than 60 criminal investigations are under underway there as claims of hate crimes, rock throwing, and property damage were reported. Police said Sunday at least 450 citations were issued over the weekend. But you see, Canada is not equipped to end this. Okay? You know, I think they would uh, be more um, likely to handle this in a more gentle way approach and i don't think you can do that with such a large group of assholes there is a better way to do this and i'm going to discuss with you three options to eliminate the blockade and end this madness and never uh, have a problem with it ever again so i'd like to discuss those three um, well thought options with you right now if you're if you're ready. The first one is an airstrike. Um, a joint strike force of um, the United States and Canadian military, um, the A10s, the tank busting flying tank as it's known, with its unbelievable uh, uh, Gatlin gun and uh, hellfire missiles would make short work of the blockade in no time. Um, True, we would destroy the Ambassador Bridge, but the unbelievable show of force would make it so that this would not be a problem ever again. Uh, The bridge would have to be rebuilt, uh, but, you know, we can make it as part of Biden's Build Back Better plan. Uh, We'll just throw in one Ambassador Bridge to the uh, menu of things that are needed to do on that rather substantial plan. Okay. So there you go. Blow up all the truckers and uh, even strike downtown Ottawa where they are. And uh, that'll be the end of that. No more blockade. That one might be a little bit too extreme for people. This one is a little, a little less extreme, Uh, extreme starvation. 
what you do since you have, this is excellent. I'm telling you, and hear me out. You have the one of the largest collections of Patriot assholes. And what a absolute bonus this is because these fucks normally scatter around in various areas. You have them all in one area. So what you do is like the Bay of Pigs, okay? Back in the day, you put uh, a blockade all around them and you can, no one can get in and no one can get out. And my God, after they dehydrate and get sick and tired of drinking their own urine and butt-fucking each other, um, they will die. And then you just bring in a wrecker, move the trucks, and then that's it. It's over. We don't have a problem anymore going forward. So there you go. Airstrike number one, extreme starvation and dehydration uh, two. And uh, three would be forcibly take the vehicles. Um, National Guard comes in, fuck the police. You can bring in full on. The National Guard would live for this. And you yank these fucks out of the truck throw them off the bridge into the Detroit River where they'll die upon impact, not from the fall, but from the water, okay? And then um, right there, um, auction off the trucks to the highest bidder. And the only people that can be in the auction are truckers. So you'll take the uh, smart truckers who aren't involved in the stupid blockade and actually seize the trucks, auction them off for a very low price, to the next owner-operator, and then they continue on to the next destination. There you go. Problem solved. You, I guess you could just wait them out and just till they get bored, which they will, because, again, these are stupid people. They will, they will get bored eventually. They will leave eventually. These are all excellent ideas in dealing with this stupid, patriot, shit show trucking blockade fuck you i'll just wait for my stuff to arrive from the next owner operator of the truck Corey writes let's be clear these are not people these are glorified donkeys yes truckers need to be treated like shit even if there wasn't a blockade the only good trucker is one who's treated poorly. There you go. Je- more suggestions from the audience. Thank you. Jesse says, actually drop COVID into there. Um, John says, or you could do the right thing and end the stupid vaccine mandates. John, you're welcome to your opinion on, um, on, the, on the chat. Thank you. I appreciate your suggestion. Um, nobody cares. Save it when uh, on your stupid podcast with your other hillbilly friends. Zaniac Zoom, that would be Patriot Nick, says, fun fact, 95% of all goods are transported by truck. I know it. And thank God that all of the bad ones are going to be dead soon. So that we can then continue on with the supply chain. God bless truckers until we don't need to God bless them anymore. John Jamingo refers to me as 
Kim Juzane. I, I think you might want to rephrase that. You might be getting canceled there. Melissa says tow companies are refusing to tow the semis. Okay, well, if we cannot find the tow companies, again, we have lots of options here. Starvation, airstrike. These are all things that should be considered. Thank you uh, for listening, and you're welcome for the ideas. Uh, Wings Guy 71 says this will just accelerate the self-driving trucks. Yeah, now I'm like, bring it on. Bring it on. If these guys want to be assholes, fuck them. I've got my CDL. All I need to upgrade is to upgrade from a B to an A, get a hazmat endorsement or something like that, and I'm going to uh, drive around the next trucking blockade with a, with, a, with a Joe Biden forever flag and say, all truckers suck dick except for me. Fuck you, truckers. We need another caravan of truckers that aren't assholes uh, to do something equally uh, ridiculous. Okay? So fuck you, truckers. You're all assholes. Just so we're on the same page here. All right. Melissa, Melissa writes, they aren't burning down the city. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what you're talking about. J.B. Hunt ordered a bunch of self-driving trucks. Candyman Mike says they could be peacefully, peace, peacefully protesting like we did in Seattle last summer. <laughs> um. Dennis says, it took you three tries to pass the air brakes test. What makes you think you can get hazmat certified? Shut up! Corey says, I don't want these farm animals anywhere near my Amazon order. <laughs> All right. Trolling game is strong today. Boy, man. Let's get into some highlights from this past weekend that I failed to get into there. There, by the way, there's your blockade. Look at that. What a bridge. Great bridge. Let's get into some highlights yesterday that I should have done yesterday. Uh, let's see. Not that, not that, that. Okay. Highlights. From uh, our weekend together, first off, the Bosco's Super Spreader event. Thank you guys for taking pictures, because I don't. Happy birthday to Logan. Uh, Adam the Odd, Pellerito, there. Me looking tough. Oh, my God. Look at these two. Holy shit. It looks like the, the fucking artwork for a really bad snuff film. Hey, how you doing there? My God, hello there, Crip Keeper. There's my nose. Uh, th this couple right here, you can't see them. They brought their kids. The lady there, the lady in the uh, uh, like olive-colored top, I, I, she's brand new. Her husband is uh, Rick, and uh, that's a dude I mentioned from Cincinnati who's moving back to the area. Um, 
there was a moment when I was talking with them where um, they said that they listened to the show. And I go, oh, boy, you know, kids, uh, hopefully you got your earmuffs on because uh, I, I say a bunch of uh, nasty words or something like that. And then the mom says, oh, no, it's fine. We just let it roll. I, I just tell them that they can't say those words till they're 17 years old. I go, oh, okay, all right. So that's the way she does it. And then, and then she starts like swearing. It was awesome. I was, I was like, she was dropping F-bombs harder and louder than Sarah Rook Ruck Roosh. And I thought to myself, Danielle, you're going to fit in just fantastic with this group. And Rick, uh, the husband, he's like way laid back and she's dropping huge F-bombs. I was so turned on. Okay. And so if you were to take Danielle and then put her next to Sarah Rook Rug Roosh and Amanda, who can't shut up any time of the day, 24 hours a day, you know, 24 seven, holy cow, this we're going to own that place. So there was that picture. That's awesome. Rick's like, oh no, don't tell me that. Look at half black Neil. What a sweet soul. He's probably our best-looking Zaniac. He's hanging out with a bunch of old folks. Uh, Pellerito, Adam. There's Schaefer causing trouble. Looking at his phone. Here's the ladies. This is where they were sitting, Shelly and Andrea, when they were looking at my dick. There's Amanda with her mouth closed. That's a miracle. Incredible. Somebody framed that. Amanda with her mouth closed. Uh, Stevie with the beautiful purple hair. Chris B. Michelle, which is Adam's better half. Shelly laughing with that awesome laugh. Chris K. Uh, there you go. Just another angle. That's Rick there. New guy. Right there. That In the background, you see Danielle. She's actually saying, fuck you. Right there. Okay. But that's not all. That's not all I want to get into. Uh, let's see. This was at the hockey game. <laughs> look at look at the Portland pipsqueak. Look at look at Portland peanut. Nick. <laughs> He's with Finn. Holy cow. So spectacular. He looks like a million dollars. He he spent a lot of cash. All this here, this is like $200 worth of gear he bought. Oh my god, you are so sweet. Uh, Stevie looks like she's farting and taking a picture of these two. Amanda's doing the same thing. These young people, these twins back here, you may have seen them in one of the Godzilla movies or Mothra or some shit. Uh, they're, they're, they're here. Julius is back here. All these different, this little kid's smiling. All right. Apparently it was Asian night. This group right, right here. Uh, there you go. Oh, Portland peanut. Hello, little fella. <laughs> Hello. Hello, little buddy. He's so little. I swear. I, he said, what, hey, uh, we're the same height there. And I go, uh. and I just, I said, yes, but I'm taller than him. I'm the littlest guy in America and I'm taller than him. He's such an adorable peanut. Oh. He's no longer Patriot Nick. He's Peanut Nick. Nice. 
Okay, you can see Finn is kissing hands. You see the Portland peanut there. There's Kyler. <laughs> Kyler and his titties. I'm not moving. You do what? Need help? What a celebrity. What a celebrity the mascots are. Okay. And then this is what I wanted to get to. This is spectacular. First of all, I, I, I'm not sure whose ass that is. It might be Kuiper's ass. Oh, my God. I think that's Kuiper's ass. No, I don't think it is. Speaking of Kuiper's. Uh, <laughs> Okay, I'm going to back this up. I'm going to back this up because they're throwing popcorn. Look at that freeze frame. They're throwing popcorn on him to make it look like snow from Frozen. He's so drunk. Yes. I think it was his ass. Look at, look at his hips. I don't remember any Frozen characters gyrating their hips. Look at him. He's like Elvis. That's like when Forrest Gump taught Elvis how to dance right there. Did you see that one part? That's what right there. That's when Forrest Gump taught Elvis how to dance. I think I can hear uh, Peanut Portland uh, fucking Nick say his ass, his ass. Look at him. He's like the most lovable person on the planet. How is he not married right now? Ladies, are you serious? How could you not take that home? He's adorable. We have a lot of adorable zaniacs that are part of this show. Uh, Peanut Nick, Kevin Kuypers. He's super lovable, as Adam says. All right, so that uh, that that was great. Getting a lot of response on uh, the nickname, the port, the Portland Peanut, little fella, little buddy. My God, I tell you what, it's a good thing you're so little, uh, because you know you would have that when I saw you outside of my door, I was like, oh. Now to you, the look of surprise on my face. You were thinking, oh, my God, he's so happy to see me and so surprised. But really, I was in awe that you're even alive. You're, I was just like, look at how there's a little, there's fucking Thor and Oakenshield. 
is at my front door looking for orcs. Oh, my God, you're the littlest shit in America. It's just one glimpse of you. We have uh, established all sorts of new pet names for Nick from Maine. No longer is he fuckface Nick and, and Patriot Nick. He's Thor and Oakenshield and the Hobbit and fucking Frodo and Bilbo and all those little characters. The Peanut, the Portland Peanut, the Portland Pipsqueak. So that means I got to show you more of the uh, Belgian Malinois. Okay. That was too slow. I don't care. You know, I've never seen Frozen. This Hold is a working dog. This is a, a Belgian Malinois. Look at them. They're awesome, right? They'll do anything for this. They'll find Osama Bin Laden. They'll do tricks, plots. Plot. Oh boy, smart puppy. Shti, back, right, left, 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 ah, left, 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 left. Plots. Roll over. Sit pretty. Sit. Plots. Oh. Sit. Shti, sit. Is that like a German word? I don't know if you want to be using German words here. Wave. Maybe it's Belgian. Probably Belgian. But this is, I mean. Come on, make him jump over the roof or something. I, I, I'm tired of seeing his dick and balls. They'll do anything for this, but you have to understand that this comes with a consequence. They'll do this all day long. This is what he thrives for. He just wants the ball well, throw it fucker come on you could put up with this like 24 hours a day for 12 years or for at least like the first you asshole throw him the ball yeah, consider a malinois but if you're not dedicated and this guy's just gonna keep going watch this what Aww. she wants to work if you can't work him don't don't, don't get him good boy yes Hello, puppy. That's awesome. So, guys, I want to show you what was possible. So, remember, first and foremost, you want to make sure that your door or your dog sits before working out the mind and the body. This dog. I think it's the same guy. So, you should be. Come on, I don't want to see it jump over the roof. Sit pretty. All right, enough. Sit pretty. Good boy. Fine. Sit pretty. Platz. Platz. Steed. Okay. Where was I? Easily distracted, I am. Okay. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Invite you to reach out. If you are in need of a refi, a first mortgage, a 10th mortgage, whatever it may be. And, uh, you know, for those of you with excellent credit, this is an easy process. Of course, you could go to anybody. I'm just asking you to consider Mario in your search. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. One of the things that sets him apart, him and his staff apart, is he is super encouraging to those of you who uh, your credit is in the dumper. 
You know, anybody, any guy, any woman or man who does mortgages can get a mortgage for someone who's got a great credit score. That's a piece of cake. But uh, for other folks who, there's a lot of people that have this, it's not so easy. And then they get stuck paying rent to some asshole slumlord. Screw that. Have Mario uh, get to work for you. Now, I've, I've said this many times, and it's, it's still true that, um, you know, if you have a, a shitty credit score, odds are you're not going to get the best. Well, you, you won't get a great loan. You'll get a, when I say not a great loan, I mean a higher interest rate. You'll, you'll pay more for that. But, but um, you've improved your chances of digging out of that. Okay? It, it's all up to you. Get the shitty mortgage. That's what the Mario's slug line should be. If you can't get a mortgage, I'll get you a shitty loan. I don't think he's going to agree to that. But the point is you use that loan to get what you want. And that's, again, entirely dependent on you. Pay it on time. Pay more than you should. And your credit score is going to be improved. And then you reapply for a refi because your credit score is better and you get into a better loan. And slowly, it's going to take time. You can dig yourself out from the disaster that you were in. Mario's the guy. Reach out to him. He can help you no matter where you are in the audience. There are exceptions, unfortunately. South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. Other than that, reach out to him. Just pick his brain. Now, some of you, hey, he couldn't help me. I'm too fucked up. I can't do it. Yeah, I get that. Uh, He's going to give you suggestions about how you can improve your credit score so that you can get, if you're so fucked up, he can give you the advice to be able to get the shitty loan. Yeah, baby steps here. This is like Dave Ramsey with obscenities. 231-332-6505. Frank Fuss. This, I'm going to talk about Medicare. Uh, Zane, that doesn't apply to me. I'm 41 years old. Yeah, I know. What about your parents? This is what I want you to do. They might be like, well, I, I got Medicare and everything's fine. Just get a Medicare checkup with the Medicare Advantage Plan expert, Frank. This is free. And if you do it, you might learn that your plan isn't all that it's cracked up to be. My brother-in-law, the NFK's plan was a shit show. Thank God Frank decided to do an investigation on him to determine that uh, he's not in a great Medicare plan. There are different there are different plans you can be in. He he wasn't taking advantage of what was being being offered to him uh, because of a poor job and setting it up in the first place. I did the checkup. Now the NFK uh, saved him thousands of dollars because that neck surgery, had it happened prior to January 1, would have been 80-20 copay. Oh, my God. Uh, th- this was it cost him 100 bucks to, for that surgery. It was a $75,000 surgery. $100. Uh, my point is reach out to Frank. Call or text 616-914-4070. Literally text that. Text 616-914-4070. Eric Zane sent me, I need info about uh, Medicare. And again, this is all free. He's going to send you a text back and with a link, please book an appointment. Fill out the form after you click on the link and then that's it, man. This is all, in fact, I'm doing it today. I got to have a meeting with him. So awesome. 
My Policy Shop Insurance is his business. Frank Fuss will help you with everything. 616-914-4070. Super Bowl week. The black coaches strike back. If you are a black guy trying to get an NFL head coaching job, uh, the time to be interviewing and be being considered for a job is right now. We only need to look at uh, Brian Flores, the guy who was the coach of the Dolphins, led them to a 24-25 and 25 record. This is the guy who says that the owner or whoever it was, offered him $100,000 to lose on purpose. And he said, I'm not doing that. Well, he ends up getting fired from that job. I mean, 24 and 25, they, they, they let him go. And uh, then, you know, he tries to get the Giants job. And then his spider sense starts tingling when dumb fuck Bill Belichick uh, yeah, he can uh, come up with an offensive scheme, doesn't know how smartphones work, thought he was texting some other white guy uh, trying to get the Giants job. But in fact, he was uh, texting Flores and said, hey, congrats on the job that you got. Uh, coach, this isn't, uh, what, huh? It's, it was a, that That's what got Flores on the trail of this. He ends up suing everybody over uh, uh, racist hiring practices. And it, it's the case, in my opinion, is open and shut. So that gets uh, the NFL says, we're going to defend this. We're going to defend the shit out of this. Okay, this is bullshit. And it's not. It's, it's true. It did happen. So the Dolphins go ahead and they hire a coach. Um, and... They're very quick to point out that he's biracial. And which is interesting. They're like, hey, look at, look at, we are not, because the Dolphins, everybody got sued. The Dolphins got sued. Everybody got sued. And uh, the Dolphins hire this guy who, I guess, one parent is black and one parent is white. Here he is. So the Dolphins are like, well, now look at this guy. He's no more black than I am. This guy, I mean, I hate to say it. He didn't look like a black guy. Now, at the same time, the Houston Texans, they hired Lovey Smith. Now, that's a black guy. In fact, he looks like black Santa Claus with that beard. So... Since that lawsuit, the Dolphins said, yep, oh boy, we have just hired San Francisco 49ers coordinator Mike McDaniel as our head coach, and he's black. Okay, all right, well, I, I guess you got to walk before you can run, or yeah, crawl before you can walk. Uh, this is all in response to the uh, nonsense with uh, Brian Dable. Uh, being hired as the Giants coach and the, and the stupid shit that Bill Belichick did. Again, all of this is Bill Belichick's fault. Well, actually, it's the NFL's fault for hating black guys. But um, 
They say they're going to fight this. This dude who they say is black. He, fucking, this guy is so white that, you know, he makes half black Neil look like Wesley Snipes. So, you know, I'm not buying this business. And they, I don't think the Dolphins can say, look at, we are, though we fired a black guy, we have hired a black guy. Uh, that's not going to work. Frankly, it shouldn't really have anything to do with it. But if you are a black guy trying to get an NFL coaching job, congratulations. You're probably going to get it right now. And then Lovey Smith, he is now the head coach of the Texans. Um, so there you go. I, don't, I, I wonder if the NFL is, you know, if that was an edict that was handed down to those teams. And I don't even know if they can, if they can do that. If they say, you must hire a black coach and you have no choice in the matter. I, I, I certainly don't know if they have that ability, but you know full well that with this lawsuit going forward, the first thing that they're going to say is, uh, Your Honor, Exhibit A. As soon as, uh, though Brian Flores is accusing us of racism, we have Mike Tomlin. Uh, how about that, Mike Tomlin? You got Brad Holmes in Detroit. He is the uh, general manager of the team. They got a bunch of black guys that are assistant coaches. Yeah, how about that? And then in Miami, look at this guy. I mean, uh, this guy is so black that he was in the uh, Broadway play Roots before he took this coaching job. And then look at, we have black Santa Claus in Houston now, Lovey Smith. So uh, fuck that lawsuit. We're going to win that. Uh, Chris Denham says, Adam Schefter said Smith wasn't on the Texans radar till after the Flores, uh, Brian Flores stuff. Yeah, I believe that. And I didn't, I didn't read that. That's just, it's obvious. The NFL is trying to put the fucking genie back into the bottle because they hate black guys. Okay. It's obvious. If they were really serious about this, they would, uh, you know, fucking make Kaepernick the quarterback. Even if he sucks, if Colin Kaepernick, uh, gets hit by, uh, one of the truckers leaving the blockade from the ambassador bridge today. Okay. They, they auction off. They, first of all, they pull the trucker out. They throw him off the bridge. They give his truck to some other less qualified trucker. And he's driving down, uh, uh, Bobian at the intersection of Cass and uh, right downtown, and Colin Kaepernick is going to a Black Panther party. And he walks across the street, and the trucker runs him over, and he's paralyzed from the neck down. You take Colin Kaepernick, and you make him the quarterback of the Houston Texans. That's what you need to do. That would be fantastic. You need Kaepernick back in the lead if you're going to beat this lawsuit. No matter what happens, because... The coach who is as white as powder from the Dolphins is not going to be the black guy who's going to win you this lawsuit. You're off to a good start with uh, Santa Lovey, but you need uh, quadriplegic Colin Kaepernick run over by one of the truckers in Detroit to be the quarterback of the Houston Texans going forward. I think they have a black quarterback. What's his name? Deshaun Watson, didn't he beat the shit out of every woman in America or something? 
Yeah, fuck that guy. Colin Kaepernick's the new quarterback. Deshaun Watson didn't take a knee. Isn't it Deshaun Watson? Isn't that who that is? Help me out here. Anyway, that's how I feel about the whole thing. Okay, before I get to one more NFL story, uh, Al, uh, on Alvin Kamara, who Jason Schaefer wanted to talk about that before it was time, and Jason Schaefer and Amanda's quest to be the asshole of the day today. Come on. I want to tell you about a podcast that doesn't have any degree of assholishness in it. And uh, that is the Threads podcast. Found right here. Now take a look at this. First of all, I love the stock imagery on the website. It looks a million times better than mine. You can really do a bang-up job in putting together a website with uh, stock footage. Now, I'm encouraging them at threadspodcast.com to put an image up of hands in because you guys are woke as fuck over there. So, you know, uh, Jason and Mike, um, I don't know, maybe work in on one of these many pages that you have here, um, a hands in page bios. Look at that. Look at that stock footage. You got a light bulb. Okay. So we start with the podcasting mic with the windscreen. Maybe that, I don't think that was taken in your home though. I think that's a stock footage bios. We have, oh, now we have a sunset. We had an image of a light bulb in a hand, but they changed it up. Okay, so bios. Now we have a tunnel. So they they rotate all sorts of different images. Um, It says that page can't be found, but I think they're upgrading or doing something different on there. So I'll I'll let let it uh, guess. In June, they had Joe Reed. He is a founder of the Broken People Mental Health Peer Support Group. That's perfect. These guys talk about real shit all the time over there. I'm not even being an asshole here. It's true. My God, do they get in touch with themselves. This is uh, an important podcast in many, many ways. This is the author of Broken Like Me, an insider's toolkit to mending broken people. Hey, send a copy to producer Joe. May 28th, Larry Duncan, who looks like Stu McAllister, minus the extra chromosome. April 30th, they talked to Zach and Brandon from Say What Needs Saying podcast. Uh Uh-oh. So they're branching out. Look at this, Angel. Rachel uh, Curian? She's an Armenian. You had an Armenian on the show. That makes me happy. Joe Pellerito. Um, the uh, not Mongo Pellerito uh, family member. Look at this. He's got beautiful hair. He doesn't look like Mike, so he's handsome. All these amazing people have appeared on this podcast. Hello. Hi, Kate. Nathan and Emily were on it. Mel Huffman. Mike Van Dree. Look at Kawan Glover. Holy shit, man. Look at that guy. That's the athletic cut suit. All right. Now, I don't know where the fuck uh, these people are, but I'm sure it was a wonderful, energetic conversation. They got the newsletter. They got the blog. Look at another light bulb. They love light bulbs. 
Shit's going on on the Threads podcast. Listen now, social media, contact us, support us. Support us. Let's see what they do. Um, sponsor the show. Treat your host to a coffee. Oh, that's that website, Buy Us a Coffee. Yeah, you like click on it, and then you send them cash. They've got merch for the Threads podcast, and I love these people. Seriously. I've known Jason for quite some time, and he uh, is, this guy is a grinder. He is an absolute juggernaut, and I'm very, very proud of him because it's not the easiest thing in the world to continue to podcast when you're starting from the absolute ground up because I did not have that. I have the luxury of the built-in audience from the radio. These cats do not. So check them out, throw them a bone, and listen. And look at, listen on Apple Podcasts, listen on Spotify. You know, they are not taking their stuff off Spotify. That is good, okay? And Google Podcasts, you can listen to the show and all these, or listen directly from the website. Look at, it says show update. What is this about? Show update. A little bit of quick update on the show. Uh, I'm sure you've seen over the last month that Mike has been uh, on the on the show instead of Ben. First of all, I want to say that uh, if you have any further questions for Ben or I, please reach out to each of us privately. Uh, I'm not going to go into too many details, but unfortunately at this time he's decided to leave the show. Ow! He decided that he does not want to be friends with me and or Mike at this point in time. And what the fuck just happened? And um, this whole thing has kind of been... I don't know, but I like it. Now I want to hear it. Going on for about a little over a month. Uh, I would I would be like, oh no, what did I just play? But he's got it on his show. I mean, he wants you to hear about it. So obviously something happened between members of the show. Oh, fuck. Uh, something happened late in December. And um, I'm kind of hurt. I'll be honest with you. My heart hurts. Uh, I love Ben. Ben and I have been podcasting together for uh, three years. Uh, and buddy. Friends. Hardcore friends. And I'm sure you've heard on the show that him and I clash a lot. You know, we have quite a bit of different personalities. And some things were said to me and that just were kind of hurtful. And uh, we couldn't come to an agreement on that. And... Yeah, that's that's kind of where we're at. So I'm just so Ben and Jason had done the show from the from the get go. So we are picking this up. Well, years later, this this just happened. Oh, my God. It's not going to air everyone's dirty laundry on this. That's that's not what this show is about. But I want you to know that, you know, Ben did decide to leave and he did decide not to be my friend anymore. And that and that that sounds horrible. I'm so sorry, buddy. I poured my heart and soul into Ben as as hard as I can, and, and and am I? Did I cause trouble? Yes. Am I hard to deal with? Yes, I am. And I've worked my ass off to try to be better, and I think I am better, and I'm proud of how far I've come. But at this point, it's just done enough. So you know what's funny is I don't. This he doesn't. He's he makes it seem like he did something or he was. That something really harsh happened, but I don't, I don't have that vibe from either of those two gentlemen in any way, shape, or form. You know, these two seem very, um, 
uh, together to me and, and soft-spoken and kind and friendly. I cannot imagine. I don't want to live in a world where these two are angry at each other. That's, I'm, that, that's really incredible to me. I, uh, I encourage you to reach out to Ben. Like I said, uh, I care for Ben. I love him. I know he's working on some stuff himself right now and getting some things in order. And, and I hope I wish nothing but the best for him. So that being said, uh, moving forward, Mike is going to be the permanent co-host of Threads with me. You've heard Mike several times. Uh, he's, gosh, before January, he had been on for probably a half a dozen episodes, maybe more. He's become a really good friend of mine, my workout partner and those kind of things and my supporter and, and all that stuff. So uh, Mike is going to be part of the show. You're going to see some changes, not big ones. One of the big ones, here I say, not big. Please say hands in stock photo on website. Ones, But one of the big ones, one of the biggest changes is we hands in stock photo. We are going to transition into seasons. Now, this was actually decided for before Ben decided. Oh, talk about anticlimactic changing the seasons. Who are you? Conan O'Brien? Even I, I, I really like the idea. I think what just so you can go back and say, hey, back in season four, <laughs> doing a show once a week doesn't seem like a lot. But when you have a lot cooking. Uh, it can get overwhelming with the social media and the editing and the promotion. And I also have another show. Editing. Just throw it up there. Who gives a fuck? Oh, and then also I have another show. And then I also edit two podcasts on top of that. So <laughs> not that I don't want to pour everything into it, but I think it's just a good idea to take breaks. So we're going to do quarterly seasons. So January, February, March, we're going to tape April off, you know, in the next three, what? blah, 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 and so on and so forth. We no, you're not. We'll have episodes each month, each week on those off months. They might be uh, a replay of an older episode. They might be a quick check-in from either Mike or I or whatnot. So I know this uh, seems kind of like a shock. Well, then you better, if you take a month off, you better show up day one with stories of like, you know, of what you did with your time, like a massive orgy or something like that. And, and. Trust me, I've been a lot more. See what I mean when I say these people are better than me? I mean, these, these, are, these are quality individuals. I'm a piece of shit. These are not piece of shit people. That, that I am recording now because I've pretty much known a lot of this for a long time or six weeks. Uh, and obviously he's been gone and I really haven't talked to Ben either. It's, it's rough. It's I'm rough. sorry, man. Him. I'm joking about the other shit, but this this is serious, and he feels bad. I feel bad for him. I feel bad for both of them. So much, and it's hard to 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 get away from a guy that you talk to on a regular basis and just no longer talk to anymore. So uh, that was hard to record, y'all. Like I've been really start crying, man. That's what I do. Really dreading all this, and I hope I did it justice. And I hope uh, I hope you stick with the show. I hope you're enjoying it. You did a great job, man. I hope you're, I hope everything. I love the show so much. I love <laughs> the community we've created. I love being authentic and helping people grow themselves. Thank you for the, all the people that have reached out and said, Hey, I took your advice and did this and those kind of things. So I'm done blabbing. So yeah, I appreciate if you want any more details, I would reach out to Ben and or I, I'm sure we puke in your beer. 
both uh, would be happy to talk to you about it a little more, but uh, just know that I will always love Ben, and I hope down the road that Ben and I can reconnect and you know maybe have a friendship again. Thank you guys so much for listening to Threads Podcast. Your listenership, your community, your support means the world to us. Thanks. Uh, that was very sweet. Okay, so uh, I think he did a hell of a job in getting you um, uh, interested in his show there. So there you go. You're, you're subscribed now, and you're up to speed as to what the hell is going on. Something new and fun for you to listen to. Uh, Kent dropped the E out of you. Says, I was with a customer. What happened? Well, okay. Um, you're going to have to go back and listen. It's too hard to explain. But for once, I'm not involved in the drama. It's just, I kind of just stumbled into some drama. But our old pal Jason from Threads Podcast had an announcement, and I played it on this show. And he did a hell of a job. And by the way, your microphone sounds excellent. You're doing a great job. And you're a sweet soul, and so is Ben. I, I mean, I, I know Ben very, uh, not as well as you, but I know Ben, so... This is all kind of a shock to me uh, that, that this didn't work out. So um, uh, I can't really um, uh, pick a side. Nor, nor, I mean, I wouldn't do that. But I'm sorry that you're going through with that. All right. Kent says, I can't go back on a live stream. Hmm, Kent, if only uh, the stream was advanced enough so that when I finish... It offers a replay. God, if only that existed. If only I wasn't going to be done in eight minutes and you could then click back and hear it all unfold as if it were live. Wouldn't that be great? Or if there wasn't eight million opportunities on the audio podcast on different platforms, pick your poison or the website to listen to it uh, at at your leisure. If only that wasn't set up to accommodate everything in advance. Yeah, just go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live and they're all there. Every single one of them is available. You can, as soon as I hit end stream today at... Uh, 10 o'clock and one second. You can watch it. Ding dong. All right. It might be. Yeah, I got to get this done. Holy shit. Oh, you know what? I'm late. I'm late now. Um, Fuck. How am I going to get this all in? I, all that threads drama kind of got me off track, but that's okay. I mean, that happens on a podcast. I'm going to do this is what I'm going to do. You're going to hate me, but today's a busy day and I've got a hard out at 10. Because I've got trivia at 1030 with um, Aram taking on Dale. I'm going to save New Orleans Saints stud running back Alvin Kamara and the bad thing police say he did for the Patreon. Okay. That. Boy, this is awful. Whatever happened to when you get into a fist fight, you just knock the fucker out and he goes down and you walk away. Why do we have to stomp people? 
You know how uh, some of you idiot patriots are uh, suggesting that the FBI um, coerced the Michigan kidnappers who were going to kidnap Whitmer? Um, Well, that's stupid to think. Anyway, um, that trial is going to start right here in Grand Rapids next month, and I can't wait. Uh, Of course, where I live is the epicenter of stupidity. And so these stupid fucks, eight miles away, uh, maybe 10, 12 miles away, were plotting to kidnap the governor in the basement of a vacuum repair facility. Um, well, there is an update. There is a an update to that story that I'm going to get to on the Patreon. That I have a new listener named Jeremy who hates me. Jeremy H. Who I actually wrote an email to and I said, hey, I now see that you are not my biggest fan. When I was taking a leak, I sent him an email. You are not my biggest fan. You only listen to hear me talk about Joe. And I wrote, how come you all can talk about it, but I can't? What's wrong with me talking about it? I know these people personally. Why wouldn't I talk about it? Of course I'm going to talk about it. You asshole. I didn't call him an asshole, but he is. The asshole. Speaking of asshole, the asshole of the day is next. Who is the asshole of the day? My God, so much to talk about. We had uh, early on, Amanda went out of her way to annoy the shit out of me again, as did. uh, God, Schaefer, the white gorilla, is just. He is a unique, annoying individual because he does it so subtly. Such a calm troll. That's what you are. You are a calm troll. I just picture in the household, Andrea getting pissed off at you and you just remaining very, very stoic yet annoying. I think think your calmness is your biggest quality in your trolling. The NFK neck brace debacle. Him losing his shit with Pooh Bear. The trucking blockade. Oh, God. The Patriot truckers ruining America right now. And Canada. They are destroying North America. Talked about that. The Zaniacs are awesome. They had so much fun. Uh, We all had so much fun. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Kevin Kuyper's singing Let It Go. God, that is available at uh, Zaniacs United, which is fan page, facebook.com slash Zaniacs United. You're more than welcome to go there and join the group and have fun. Uh, No COVID memes, please. Um, All right. The black coaches strike back, kind of. We had the drama of the Threads podcast, Life Unfiltered. We just I just stumbled upon that. Holy shit, I did not see that coming. And I feel bad for uh, poor Jason. I feel bad for Ben, too, but Jason poured his heart out there, and he did, did a hell of a job. I tell you what, he's very, very skilled at this. He's, he's an excellent podcaster, and because of his ease in expressing himself there and being honest about how he felt was fucking sweet. Don't ever stop doing that. 
Will you have anybody on the Threads podcast telling people to go fuck themselves and tell truckers that they're assholes for their stupid blockade? Of course not. There is only one who can do that. There is only one person man enough to tell all truckers to fuck off. And that's me. It's because I'm great at everything and very humble. <clears throat> so who is your asshole going to uh, asshole of the day going to be? We'll find that out in a moment. As always, thank you for supporting the sponsors. Tag accounting. Have your taxes done by the tax accountant, the tax hobbit. Tag accounting online at tagcpa.net. Hands in. Call 616-301-9516. Barbara, who runs the office, will set you up with everything you need to know about how to get your taxes done appropriately. Honestly, it's probably going to set you back 100 bucks, maybe uh, 125. I don't know. Uh, But the ease at which this happens is incredible. You just upload all of your material, your W-2s, your 1099s, your... Uh, last year's tax return, they can use that as a basis for how they're going to plan your tax attack and getting the most money back for you. Tax laws change all the time, and it's important that you have an expert in your corner to help you. And then that's it. Uh, your taxes are done. You will know in advance when they are going to be done, the day and the hour. And you don't have to be present. You don't have to be in Michigan. You don't have to be close to him it can be anywhere in the united states 616-301-9516 tag cpa.net jm synthetics when it comes to lubrication for your vehicle for your heavy duty equipment for your snowmobile for whatever okay you need jm synthetics shop by contraption or by product at jmsynthetics.com. There's a phone number on the page, 616-747-0233. That is Jason Mays' direct, <clears throat> excuse me, oh, that sounded bad, direct line. Text him that you want this, this, and this. Boom. The next thing you know, it shows up at your door. jmsynthetics.com, Amsoil products. They invented synthetic motor oil better than anything else. And then finally, A&E Heating and Cooling online at aeheatingcooling.net, 616-516-8579. If you have a scheduled maintenance that you'd like taken care of, or just maybe there's something not operating correctly on your furnace setup, whatever fuel source you're burning, even wood or pellets for God's sake, A&E Heating and Cooling will help you with everything. It might just be that you need that thing tuned up because you don't get it tuned up every year, but you should. That's okay. They can get you caught up and get you in the right, put you in the right direction with A&E heating and cooling. 616-516-8579. The cleaning of that unit's going to set you back 79 bucks. Also, call upon them for an after-hours service call or a new install where they will install the Comfort Maker brand of furnaces and air conditioners i'd like to say that today in all seriousness i really feel like i've been great and i'm just so glad that you've been 
all so lucky uh, to hear me be so excellent. So, who is your asshole of the day? Rob writes, I'm definitely going to check out the Threads podcast. Um, let's see. I'm just perusing your uh, uh, comments. Asshole of the day, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Why? Why is that? What? What happened with him? Kyle Ryan says, "Asshole of the day, idiot truckers, ruining America." Hmm. Dog owner who won't throw the fucking ball for the dog. Uh, let's see. I think I think everybody's pissed off at me. Uh, concerning Kent dropped the E at a U about going back and listening to shit. I was talking about it. Kent's under the impression that you have to watch it live, I guess. And Chris wrote, if only Eric talked about the podcast and Twitch thing. Uh, of each show, if like I constantly tell you, there's a million and one ways to get everything that this show does. And the one thing that I guarantee you will happen every single show is me discussing with you at some point that you can watch everything in, in its entirety on demand whenever you like, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. All right. Maureen writes, me, I'm the asshole today for waking up late and missing the start of the rage. Boy, I don't know who to who to put in for asshole today. Let's see. Actually, I do. I know who it's going to be. And honestly, in all seriousness, you can't really throw truckers under the bus and call them assholes. But you can make them asshole of the day. The Patriot truckers, fuck you, you fucking idiots. Get your ass back in your rig and go piss in your jar or whatever the fuck and deliver the shit to us, you inbred fucking idiots. Fuck you and your stupid blockade. I hope you get arrested. Bunch of idiots. All right. Thank you so much for being here and enjoying this. I'll talk to you on the uh, Patreon. And uh, off we go. Actually, smarter than a former drug dealer trivia happens at 10.30. Okay, have a good one. Bye-bye. Say goodbye. 
your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.